man. Now, that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. What's that? I was like, yeah, there's got to be a female there that decorates. No, there's not. This is all Ben. This is is all that right? Ben. Yeah, man. <laughs> normally when it's just dudes, man, it's just like naked yeah, chick posters and shit. <laughs> you remember Rodney? Yeah. What's up, Say what's coach? Up. Hey, what's Good up? Morning, Good to see you, man. How y'all holding up out there? How you doing? All right, all right. He said, how you holding up out there? It's a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> a little, it's a little hectic. That's why I wanted to call you, man. Uh we got yeah, it's a lot going on. So you guys are in Milwaukee, correct? That's the nearest big city. That's where you're looking. Yeah, at. we're in Milwaukee. Yep. So, well, first of all, <laughs> yeah, for real, for UFC real. is putting on fights at the Apex. Odie yep. Osborne, everybody. He's uh, UFC bantamweight. Entered the UFC by way of contender series at the UFC Apex. I was there last week. Um, quite a quite a bantamweight show. You missed out on the bantamweight show. <laughs> What's going on, man? Were you sitting at home kind of bummed out or? You, you, you cut out for a second. Oh, I said, were, were you sitting at home like, you know, were, were you like uh, bummed out that you missed out or, or are you just like more excited that the division is so talented right now? Oh, man. I, I, I'm excited, man. You know, I love I love to fight and I have a passion for fighting. And, um, you know, especially in this time right now, you know, I have I have a drive and I have a goal and I have some you know something gives me something to fight for um, to say because everything that's going on right now is just, there's just, there's so much going on and uh, I have to stay the course and I feel like I'm fighting for the people really physically and literally. I want yeah I want to get into that. Um, we could jump right in there if you want. I was uh, the reason I brought up UFC before we move on though. I wanted to know if you had seen the post-fight press conference because no i have not uh when was it recently from last week yeah you didn't see the uh you haven't no. seen the clips of dana white's uh comment or man honestly i've i've been out here in these streets <laughs> i know protesting and just trying to be you know a voice for the people it's i really haven't i've been like like i said i usually get on social media i post an update about what I've been doing and I get off. I, I haven't really, mm-hmm. I haven't really been paying any attention. Um, you know, I've been so busy, man. Training. Well, that, still. well let, let's, yeah, that's the reason why I actually, you know, wanted to call you was to talk more about uh, that kind of stuff. So if you want to jump right in, we, no, we so what happened the press conference. Oh, well, if you didn't see it, like, uh, I would, you know, I'd recommend that you just go check All out right, the yeah, video because I, I don't want to misquote him, but basically, a reporter asked him if the UFC was planning to follow suit with other major sports organizations and make a statement about, you know, anything at all. You know, mm-hmm. take your pick. Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, civil mm-hmm. unrest, Donald Trump, whatever. And we know that he's buddies with Trump, so, you know, in a way I kind of didn't really expect him to have an answer prepared, but mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing that I would – you know, you, you got to have a publicist or a PR person. I I have to wonder sometimes with the stuff that he says, if he actually has someone that's that's in his ear saying, "Hey, you know, sir, you probably should uh, not say, say that." Well, it, it's more that what he didn't say that okay. bothered people. I, I I'm not saying that it bothered me one way or the other. I just know that some people were kind of kind of rubbed in the wrong way. They're like, "Yeah, you know," because he kind of gave a non-answer. He's like, "Well, uh, yeah." Uh, he, so off the cuff, he's kind of like, well, yeah, it's, of course it's terrible and there's a lot of shit going on and 
you know, blah, blah, blah. But basically his answer was essentially, do we have an official statement or do we plan to give one? No. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, and I was talking to Gilbert Jamal Smith yesterday, Ultimate Fighter alumni. He's on two different seasons. UFC yeah. veteran. Proud black man and business owner. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was like, at his level, you know, you have to be able to expect that kind of thing. And if not, you know, like I said, maybe you should get a publicist or, or somebody, a speechwriter, instead of just yeah. coming out there trying to freestyle everything. Because you could do that when we're just talking MMA and you're amongst your fan base. But now that the whole world has their eyes on the only sport that's running, and then we have the biggest social issue that's in the whole world right now, right on center stage, you know, you, you can't have a non-committal answer. I'm, again, I'm not saying he did anything wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying he didn't prepare to maybe do the right yeah. thing. As, I, I get that. And, you know, I try to, I try to tell people, I, you know, like try, especially the, the position I'm in right now, I'm in, I'm in a, a very difficult position. Not difficult, but it's, it's different with the UFC in my personal life. And I try to, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep, keep my personal life personal and the UFC, the UFC, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, uh, that's like a said, good I, practice because a lot of people yeah. get themselves into trouble because they don't do that. Exactly. So I'm trying, you know, I try to keep my like because I have my own beliefs and I do my own thing on my personal life, and you know what I mean. I, I try not to take that into my my, my work life. Um, but with that being said, I think you know Dana White has something I like to call uh, "fuck you" money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's got, he's got a lot of "fuck you" money. We so. all want that money. We all want that money, man. You know, if I, if I could have that money, I'd be saying and doing whatever I want to do. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, you, make a fair, you make a fair point. And then, you know, here, here's another thing, too, that, that, that Gil brought up. And then I talked to Matthew Wells a few days ago as well. He's, he's a prominent, um, you know, black MMA journalist. There's very few guys out there, you know, mm-hmm. representing um, the black community in the MMA media. So, you know, and he, he's one of the front runners. Anyway, so I, I chatted with these guys, and basically the idea of this series is to is to talk about things, have difficult conversations, but it's not a debate show whatsoever. It's um, it's called Shut Up and Listen because mm-hmm. what I've done, actually, really for my whole life, but especially in the past few weeks, man, as things have really elevated and escalated, is mm-hmm. you know everybody wants to have their opinion, everybody wants to have something to say. And um, every now and then in your life, if you care about the people around you and they really are telling you how they feel, you have to shut the fuck up and just listen. Dude, thank you, man. Thank you. It's like, and I've said over and over and over again, it's like um, me trying to, to tell a woman that's had a miscarriage a long time ago that every time that date comes around that she shouldn't feel hurt or pain because that miscarriage happened so long ago. You know what I mean? Like what, why would I, that's, that's some insensitive shit. Mm. Like, no, I'm going to shut the fuck up and let her tell me how she feels about how she, you know, what, what, what happened or, you know what I mean? I've said something else about, it's like me being a, a tampon salesman and telling people like, Oh man, you should buy this tampon. And they're like, Oh, well, have you used it? I'm like, well, no, I haven't used the tampon, you know, but you should buy it, even though I know nothing about it or how, you know what I mean? But you should, you should definitely buy it. You, can't, you know, that's the same <laughs> Crazy concept. example. Yeah, yeah, I can't, like, it's, it's yeah. the dumbest, it's like, um, when Colin Kaepernick came out, 
and said that black people have been oppressed. And people like Tammy Lauren and, you know, her following were like, no, black people have not been oppressed. What do you, <laughs> we're like, what? What, what are you talking, are you, I'm, when's the last time y'all been black? Oh, never? Shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> so it's the same concept, you know? So I'm glad you touched on that. That's exactly right because, you know, like I said, if you, if you have people around you that you care about and you are a genuinely decent and compassionate human being, the right thing to do is to fucking listen because if you don't, think about relationships in your real life, your spouse, your cousin, your close best friend, whoever it is, somebody that you actually care about. This is how we damage personal relationships in real life. But now we're doing it at, 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 at breakneck speed in the fast food lifestyle of social media and, and the smartphones and the internet. And, and we're doing it with complete strangers, but we're also seeing people who are like damaging personal. I've seen it every day, like on Facebook and shit, people drawing their lines in the sand or somebody saying something, this and that and the other. Sometimes, you know what? If we just sit the fuck down, if you actually care about somebody, don't worry about what your thoughts are. At the moment, like may- maybe you have thoughts and maybe they're valid. Can you please send out a public service announcement? To I've like been trying call? to, brother. I've been doing this. I've been <laughs> doing it for forty years, but I've been I've really please, been trying to. Please send out a public service announcement. Like Ben and I talk about this shit all the time, and you know he is one. Like he's got, um, you know, like he's heavily involved in the black community, like heavy. Like he, like he's been teaching in the inner city schools. He only works. In inner city schools, he practices still, what he preaches. Yeah, and still, I know that. And so do you. Still, he, yeah, he'll, he'll if he has to say something, he'll reference, you know, one of his uh, black friends. He'll be like, "Hey, how does this sound?" Or what do you think about this before he posts or before he says anything? You know what I mean? And he he has all the credit. He has he has every right to say the things that he says because he he is he's in it every single day. He, he's Bob. He works with the students every single day. He's teaching. Every he's in there, he's dedicated so many hours, and, and he still he's, he still goes and ref. He asked, you know, he asked the uh, he's he's got pe- professors that are their best that's this is best friends from colleges that he'll ask like, hey, does this sound okay? Should I say this? You know what I mean? Ninety percent, hundred percent of times, I'm like, yeah, that's that's amazing, you know. But he won't just go on and 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 you know, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's I don't I don't get society and everyone thinking that they are. Um, just an expert on everything us, even though they're not us, and oh. telling us how to, fe- how, you know, how we should feel. People are. You'll find, young man, as you as you navigate the workforce, and like actually, you have a you have a great dual uh, career thing going on with the fighting and the teaching. So hopefully, you won't ever have to work in a job where you have to be face to face with the general public. And I don't mean children because they're impressionable. Yeah. I'm talking about people who already think they. And I know kids have their own way of thinking they know everything, but. I'm telling you, man, when I sold cars and then I went into insurance, I was a, I was a auto adjuster for three and a half years. Yeah. Um, I've worked retail. I've worked, every job I've ever worked, it's, it's amazing to me how people can walk in the door and, and be an expert about something that they never did where I spend every eight to ten hours a day at this place, five, six Dude. days a week. How can you come in here and tell me about what I already know? And it, look, and if I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. But, you know, when it comes to human compassion and, and humanity, yeah. forget about all these fucking partisan lines and the politics and all the other bullshit. Because yeah. that doesn't matter. It's about fucking people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I preach against false dichotomies all the time. But 
it, it really is pretty simple when you boil it down to compassion. It's like you either fucking care about people or, or you don't. Mm-hmm. If you care and about them, you, you do things that you, you actually show. Exactly. And you demonstrate. People, people show their colors that they don't give a shit. They don't care. And I've been, I've, I've, I've exed so many people that were, I grew up with that I thought were considered friends. And I'm like, you know what? We ain't even friends because, because the fact that you, you say, oh, just because you say shit about other black people, but not me, we're not friends. We're not friends. No. Fuck you. You can get on, go on, go on to the next. Um, but Ben actually shared something with me yesterday that had me dying, man. Um, when he, you know, he grew up in <clears throat> this, uh, Sturgeon Bay, which is like, they had, there's like no, no black people, no minority up there. Now there's, you know, there's a few now, but when he grew up, there wasn't, there wasn't many. So he got, you know, he got out, moved to the city and really embodied himself in our culture. And, you know, all these people that he, that he lived with are, you know, they, <clears throat> they, they, they have their own opinion and stuff like that and so one of one of his friends or ex i don't even know one of his his acquaintances was was talking to him and giving their opinion about shit that they knew nothing about you know absolutely nothing about and telling him that he lives like he lives in a dem, uh, a democratic society so that's why his that's why his opinions um are skewed to some shit <laughs> you know it was it was it was laughable it was laughable and he said Told this, yeah, he, he told this guy that he he's like, so this guy is a, a fisherman by trade and he fishes every single day, every, every single day. And he was like, you know, that's like me. He's like, I've ne-, he told him, he's like, I've never fished. That's like me going on your boat and telling you, you telling me that we should, we should use tubes and me telling you, no, we should go out there and fish with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> that might work. I don't know who doesn't like peanut butter. <laughs> No, but um, so yeah. Speaking of you and your 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 longtime coach Ben, one of your mentors, wrestling coach, one of your corners, um, and, and you, like you said, you guys, you put your money where your mouth is, and it's it's not about virtue signaling, and and you know you're right. I've seen, I've noticed, like you and him have been kind of absent from social media, and you're kind of checking in to give us like evidence of like, you know, what you're actually up to. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's notable, and you mentioned this about Ben, and I don't think we've touched on it yet. So in case the audience doesn't know, you work with uh, inner city youth as a school mm-hmm. teacher, which mm-hmm. is a thankless job. One of the most important jobs in our society that people kind of forget about. They don't pay these guys enough. Um, a lot of people in our society well, don't value them. education as much as they should. And it all starts with the children. So I'll say this, O'Day. The, the, the saying that the history is written by the victors, um, it's, it's nice to see that we're, we could be putting an end to that because I, I was just bitching yeah. and complaining about the Internet and, and social media. But yeah. the one thing about, about that is that in, in the history books or when our children, our grandchildren, look back to how we handled this situation... Yeah, and that, that's where the story is going to be told. They're going to get the true. truth because all the proof is going to be there. It's true. The proof is in the pudding. The proof is. is and, I did, the... and I didn't mean to wear Malcolm X glasses. I'm not trying to pander. I actually, <laughs> oh, no, no, I lost good. my regular glasses, and I can't. I can't see. <laughs> no, it looks, it's a good fit for you, man. It's it is kind of nice, right? But it's uh, t- touching on what you said, like about you know the proof is the in kid, the pudding. The, yeah, the kids, and, 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 and you know, yeah, the proof. It's absolutely accurate because speaking. Speaking of oppression and, and uh, black history, I cannot, I, I can't tell you a time 
in elementary school, in middle school, in high school, in the year of college that I spent, where I was taught black history. Not once they teach it, you know what I mean? We taught, we got learned about the Holocaust, we learned about the, the, the Native Americans, we learned about uh, white history, we learned about Christopher Columbus. Never once did we learn about black history and where uh, history and, and where the, the people came from and stuff. You know, not once, not once, not once. So uh, I say this time and time again, I say this, that the system is not broken. It is a well-oiled machine. Does that make sense? Yeah. It is, it's doing what it's meant to do. It's keeping black people under, you know what I mean? It's, it's not broken. It's a well-oiled machine. And I say this because, you know, um, we're, we're, set up to fail from the jump if if you look at history and why the black community people will say well black people kill each other well if you look at history and why the black it's community, a byproduct of, of, of poverty though it's extreme poverty that's gonna happen anywhere it's not and not even that but it's, it's, there's no you, relation to it being black people i'm sorry to cut you off no no i, I get, say, I get I mean, fired up about this shit too. no not even not even that but not even that but if you look at if you pick up a history book or you, it's google google's your, your 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 largest tool and you google where how the black community became the black community you can see that it was uh we were placed there it's it's you know we were placed it we were literally were placed in that community and we were you know what i mean to 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 downgrade each other and not just that, when, when we have these options, so for instance, right, when, uh, let me give you an example. Out of high school, um, we, it, we're supposed to get these jobs, right? So people always say, oh, why did you get jobs? We're supposed to get these jobs. When you go in to get a job, you go in to get a job, instantly, I'm telling you this, instantly, when I look, when I sit, on, when I sit across from the person that's, that wants to hire me, that I, I, can feel, I can feel the stereotype right away. I can feel the stereotype and, you know, they tell us, oh, well, you don't have enough experience or you don't have any experience. So sorry. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to get experience out of high school? Am I supposed to hit the experience button like that? And I know that it's the same for every one of my black brothers and sisters. It's the same thing. So what are our options? Oh, you know, Burger King, McDonald's, Walmart, those those jobs that will hire us. Um, oh, we're, we're supposed to go to college. OK, well, let's go to college then. Let's see how are we supposed to pay for college when, you know, if you once again, you look at history, you know that we were placed in that community. It's 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 we, we, we were put there in that community stacked up against each other. Um, so we got like, you know, we got if you've been to grandma's house in the black community. Shit. Grandma got her uh, her, her son's kids, her daughter's kids, her cousin's kids, her 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 cousin, her cousin's cousin's kids. Also that. Everyone else can go to work at Burger King, McDonald's, Walmart. You know what I mean? Because <clears throat> that's that's the jobs they give us. So you got eight people in a household that that needs to be fed, needs to be clothed, needs to needs they need care and love. So at the same time, when you're working these shit jobs that they give us, you got to take care of all these other eight, not just kids, but uncle, dad, mom, brother. There's all these people stacked in a household. All these people stack on top of in a, in a, in a household. You got to take care of all this stuff. So how are we supposed to pay for college when we got all these things stacked against us? We can't pay for college. We're not supposed to pay for college. That's why they made it like that. So, and, and I'm not making, you know, people, I hate when people say, oh, you guys are making excuses. You guys are being victimized. You know, vict you guys are playing the victim. No, we're not playing a no fucking victim. You look, look, 
look back. I'm like, I dare you to go go ahead and Google the shit, the history, and, and look and do the research, and you'll see. And, okay, so let's talk about credit score. How are we supposed to have good credit when, we, when we've never been educated on the shit? Um, we don't have... We've never had... Um, a line of of wealth handed down to us, or um, a line of a property handed down to us, to where you know, for instance, if if my dad owned a store, um, he could see, he could say, "Hey, son, I own this store, and here's how you run the business." If my dad owns a a, a farm, hey, son, I own this farm, and here's how you you run the business. Let me teach you the business. Let me teach you the line of credit. My friends uh, back home, his dad is a stockbroker. You know what I mean? By trait, he became a stockbroker. His kids will probably become stockbrokers. Um, reason is, like I said, his dad was able to educate him because you know he got into the, he, he 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 got into the knowledge from his his dad's dad and his dad's dad's dad and 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 was hand and the knowledge was handed down to them. Um, with that being said, it's, it's completely different. You know what knowledge have been handed down to us as black kids, um, black kids and adults, uh, that cops are bad. You know why that, that's been handed down or, or the system is bad? You know why that's been handed down to us? Because that's what we see every single day. It's not um, something that we're like, oh, well, I think the system is bad or I think that cops are bad. It's not, it's not an I think it's something that you you see every day. You, you go ahead and you apply for a job, and you go out. You go to the gas station. You get pulled over. You go to into a suburban area. Police pulls you over. They pull you out your car. They they frisk you, search you, and they literally make jokes. And they say, "Oh well, we didn't get you this time, but next time we'll get you." You know, they literally like we, it's something that we face every day. And when we tell people, when we tell people about the shit that the system's been doing to us. And, and, and they, they're just like, what? Nah, that don't happen. It's like we're, we're constantly saying over and over, like, yo, can somebody help us? Hey, can somebody help us? Can somebody please help us? Until it gets like this. And we, we become silenced. You know what I'm saying? We become silenced. So, you know, it makes me fucking mad when, when people talk about, oh, well, you know, there's there's violence and drugs and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck else are people supposed to do in the community when when you work in these shitty jobs and you're trying to support everybody else? I'm like, yeah, yeah, they turn to selling drugs because it's it's no other. There's sometimes, you know what I mean. For me, it was only me and my mom, so you know, it was a little easier to, you know what I mean. I didn't have a lot of people. We didn't have a lot of people to to, to uh, support, but yeah, people turn to selling drugs to help out, you know, to help out mom and dad and sister and uncle and auntie and, and cousins and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? They, they turn to selling drugs to, to help out their own community. Uh, people, oh, what about gangs? Well, let me tell you what about gangs. You know how gangs started? Gangs, gangs was a thing because, um, you know, back in the day, like I said, uh, people were, were, were against us. They were, they were against us and there were people, a black community was, was, uh, feared, they feared being killed. They really feared being killed, and people was against us. So they had to. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a gang at first. It was a um, a group of people formed to protect to protect the community and to protect themselves. That's what it was. It was a group of people formed to protect the community and to protect themselves. Now over time, uh, it became you know it became a gang because that's what they wanted us to become. Because think about. All these guns that came into the black community. Black people don't got no damn 
uh, visas. How do these foreign guns get into the black community? Huh? So let me. How, how do these foreign guns get into the community? We don't. There's no. I know. I know a lot of black black people. A lot of black people I know don't even haven't even been on a plane, much less. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So all these all these guns getting into the hood and stuff like that. They don't get into the hood by fluke, by coincidence. They get there. They're placed there. And um, let's touch on. I'm, see, I, I'll go on for days about this shit, man. <laughs> well, I'll go on. There's a, there's a lot to unpack there, but um, the first part that you mentioned, I told you I talked to Matt Wells the other day, and I, I actually brought I brought this up. You talked about the black community, and I spent mm-hmm. a significant part of my life living in a black or Hispanic yeah. community. And and have you gone into like have you gone into a household and seen some of the stuff that you see? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. I was watching Ben actually Ben actually Ben's been the one to really truly like educate me the most about this shit and Google. Um but if you uh, we were watching the Malcolm X documentary and you know uh, not sorry not Malcolm X I said that wrong. It was the Kennedy documentary and you know he would go into these household and he would you know he would come out and and just weep man he just wet in this cry because he'd see these newborns that were just malnourished and the stuff you know what i'm saying like these kids that were malnourished and starving and, and he would come uh kennedy would come out and he wouldn't even be able to he couldn't even talk to the press cuz he was just he was just, just broken up and, and cried you know well what i'm saying is is like ben i you know, I'm a bit of a liaison as well because I have the ability to. And I've been trying I can tell. to use my platform. I can to, tell. Oh yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody <laughs> tells me that. But you know, I have the ability to reach back and like, you know, like I was telling Matt, I I don't speak fluent white boy, but I, I speak enough to where I can explain the shit to them because I see sometimes when they get upset at certain things and I go, well, I again, you can keep talking. I'm listening. I'm just gonna plug my laptop in. Well, so. I wanted to I wanted to bring up the the Drew Brees situation. I want to give you my interpretation of of why I think people are upset about it and then I want you to give me your thoughts. Um, personally, again, this is not a debate show. I'm not sitting here looking for you to change my mind. Uh, you're my friend, so no matter what you say, I just want to hear wh- yeah, how yeah. you feel and and I can't. You can't dispute that. It's not yeah. disputed. We can't dispute how someone feels. You can't uh, tell someone how they feel, and you sure as hell can't tell them how they should feel. Um, yeah. So, yeah, with that thing, I, I, I feel it was an overreaction, I, and here's why, because he definitely doesn't understand what he said, and I don't think he was malicious in doing so. The pro- and, and here's my interpretation of why people are upset about it, though. For those of you... Uh, from, you know, from the folks who are just naive all the way to the Tommy Laren types. If you still don't understand, this, this is what I think. So, time and time again, people have referred back to Colin Kaepernick's kneeling, being dis- disgraceful, disrespectful to the flag, etc., etc. Regardless, if you feel that way or not, though, what Drew Brees said was, I will always have a problem with someone kneeling for the flag. So that's strike one. Then he said, when I look at that flag, you know what it makes me feel? Stop right there. Nobody asked you what it made you feel. Exactly. First of all. And second of all, you said that you will have a problem with someone else kneeling. Mm -hmm. Now, here's my take on it as an American soldier. I'll just be honest with you. 
At first, I didn't like it. Well, because he, he used to sit down, and then somebody educated him from the military and said, don't do it that way. If you do it this way, it's, it's not disrespectful. Yeah. And so once I kind of heard that, and then Jesse Ventura spoke out on it as well, he's like, dude, this is a fucking First Amendment. Like, what country is this? You, you know, and then you had the president get up and grandstand about how, oh, we should just take those, you know, assholes and just throw them right out. Mm-hmm. What is this fucking Nazi Germany? You can't mandate patriotism to your yeah. citizens. You have, <laughs> you have to earn it. So, Ode, do, do I have people are mad because he's insensitive to the fact that, okay, look, number one, nobody gives a shit if you have a problem with what somebody else does. Mm-hmm. It's not your fucking place to say that. And number two, nobody gives a shit about how it makes you feel because it's that's not the point. Do I have that right? You have it right, but I'm gonna add one more thing. I'm gonna okay. add one more thing. The, the uh, people I know I, why I'm mad, and I know for a fact it's the same reason for everybody else. Because here's here's my thing, right? Regardless about how you feel, how Drew Brees feels about kneeling, regardless about how he feels about it, right? Here's <clears throat> it's it's a problem of insensitivity. Drew Brees is insensitive as fuck. Because literally, his black brothers and sisters on his team—I sorry, I, I can't even say brothers and sisters because he, he he ruined that shit. But they were all weeping, 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 like in pain, and he chose to to say that shit right now. Like, come on, man! You yeah. choose to say that shit right now when everybody is going through the most terrible time ever. Like when I say the most terrible time, I've said this time and time again. When we when we saw uh, George Floyd being you know being the knee on his neck, we felt that pain all the way to our core because it wasn't yesterday's pain, a year from now's pain, a decade from now's pain. It was it's pain dating from the slave ship that we saw. We felt ourselves getting whipped over and over and over again, and there was a shit we could do about it. And we and I've said this before on interviews that I you know I feel. That black people sometimes, we, we, when we feel things, we feel it all the way to our core and all the way dating back to the slave ships. So we were, we, we felt that shit hard, hard. And for me, that that was so unbelievably distasteful for you to come out and just kick us while we're down like that. That was, that was uh, like, that was so insensitive and distasteful. You could have waited a month. You could have waited a year. All you had to do was shut the fuck up about your opinion. That's all you had to do. Like, regardless of, it, of your opinion being your opinion, like, I get it. You, everyone has a right to their opinion. But come on, man. You got to know, like, really? And I'm glad his wife came out. His wife came out and spoke up and said, you know, we are the problem. His mm-hmm. wife came out and said, we are the problem. And I, I applaud her for that because, you know, his teammates checked him. Like, for like your teammates right now are going through the most terrible times. And you will come out and... and and literally kick them while they're down. Well, not they... only that, the Saints, the Houdat Nation, that's a <clears throat> massive, massive, rabid audience. Of yeah. A huge black population as yeah. well that love yeah. that team and love him. Yeah, and he just he just completely just 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 shook this rummage them by I was like, wow. Like I said, man, I cried. I cried. And then I was in so much I was in so much pain and anger, and it's like it's like, you know what it's like when you're in pain and somebody just comes and boom, kicks you. Like, right when you're down, that's what it I was like. 
You couldn't have waited? You know, it, it's this is exactly what I'm trying to encourage, too, is for people to uh, to be educated on these things, but also to know that, like, timing does matter, too. Like I said, it, if we're in the wake of a, you know, a funeral, which in a way we, we are with George Floyd yeah. and stuff, it's like you wouldn't fucking bring up and be like, Oh yeah, like remember when that guy cheated on this fucking old lady, or you know, you wouldn't, yeah, right? you, wouldn't you wouldn't sit there and try to drag the guy to the mud. It's like yeah. let, let the people grieve, and if you want to have a conversation, but at the same time, again, nobody's really interested in hearing another fucking celebrity stand up and oh. tell us about how you feel about oh, the way man. that other people feel. Does that make sense? Like, it does exactly. Your reaction to how exactly other people it. are reacting. That's and exactly it, and no one is. Go. I just I wanted to go back real quick to the black community because I, I brought this up the other day as well. This is one of my striking examples of, you know, again, I'm trying to educate people to just keep these things to yourself or, you know, make sure you're educated on it and, and do it in the proper forum. You know, just yeah. can't go attacking strangers online. Oh, and, wrap this up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So he, here's what I'm going to say. And then and then I'll, I'll let you close this out for people. Who, who haven't had the experience that I've had. I want to know, like, if you don't believe in systemic inequality, when is the last time that you were actually in a black community? And, mm-hmm. and did you get out of your car? Because I guarantee mm-hmm. you that 95% of fucking white people who think like that, you damn sure didn't. Well, why didn't you? Is it because there's something wrong with the neighborhood or there's something wrong with the people there? Or is it both? Well, if it's the neighborhood, let me let me tell you something about black communities because I've lived in them and I'm in the black community almost every day here in Las yep. Vegas. I can tell, man. You don't got to tell me. I already know from the day I met you. There's, the day I met yeah, you, I know. They, and it's, and, it's, and the difference is someone like you and Ben, who's 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 actually got out and experienced the black community, have a different outlook on life. You know what I'm saying? The people who <clears throat> who who have boxed in minds and who are who who don't have the same outlook on life. Who've never been in the black community, and that's why they have the outlook on life, and they'll forever uh, use excuses to validate why they feel the way that they feel. But that's not—that's an excuse. You can't validate your reasons for feeling why you feel because you've never—you've never—you've never been there. You, you don't know well, shit. And, and what else I was saying too is like you look at these places, and they've got some buildings and 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 housing projects and apartments and homes mm-hmm. that are. 50, 100 years old sometimes. It should have been condemned. It should have been torn down. Mm-hmm. And if we did a social experiment where we took and put all white people in those places, I guarantee you that the fucking city and the county and the state would all start start pumping money in those communities, start fixing them. And you know what? I guarantee you the, if the black people were given the, the white communities, they would get nicer. You know how I know yep. that? Because I grew up around a lot of black people and I grew up poor and I know that part of their core values doing. is that they take care of their shit because they work so yep. fucking hard to get it. Yeah, but that's not what they want. They don't want to give us anything. You know what I mean? It's that it's that oh, whole what's mine is mine mentality. You know, they don't want to give us shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, with that being said, dude, you know who you should have an a interview with? Um, and I, I'm sorry, not, I shouldn't say you should because that's like me demanding you. I'm sorry. sorry you're you're but, good. Uh, you, uh, you, if you have time, get an interview with Ben, man. That dude is... Oh, I love Ben. He's <clears throat> one to talk to. Yeah. Get, so, a, get, a, get an interview with him. So right, so right now uh, on this series, I'm being a little discriminatory against yeah. white people. <laughs> I'm, only, <laughs> I'm only letting black folks speak for, for, for now. And I was going to try to do this all this week, man, but I, yeah. I've started to 
I've actually started to book yeah. so many more see, people like, that I'm like, I want to keep it going. The, the, see, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's another thing that yeah. you just, you know what I'm saying? That's called like being, um, you, you, you are, you are so sensitive to us and yeah. you're so aware and you're so understanding and you sympathize so well with us. The fact that you just said that is, is, is it's, it's, it's proof, living, breathing proof, how woke you are to, <laughs> to uh, being weird. sensitive and yeah. you no, know, for real, like, yeah. you, you know, to be understanding, like, like I, my, my challenge is, is that why people cannot just be understanding to us? Why can't they just understand and listen? Why they feel that they have to have uh, a word or have to say something that they, they don't know shit about. And that, for the life of me, I can't understand that. I, I just can't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, I'm, I'm honored to have you join me, young man. And so, you know, basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to educate the audience that wants to be educated. You and I are both teachers. And I, I've decided that, you know, since I get paid good money to teach people who pay good money to learn, I'm no longer going to educate random ass strangers on over Twitter about yeah. anything. But I will have like-minded and, and intelligent, well-spoken individuals that can actually sit down with me and talk about issues. And I'll get into other issues later. But for now, yeah. my focus is on black men and women and telling their side of the story. Mm-hmm. And everybody, all I can encourage you to do is shut the fuck up and listen. And once you've done that, if you learn something, walk away from that. Practice that in your life. Make the changes that you need to make. And have these conversations with your friends because if we keep having disconnects and miscommunications and we avoid the difficult conversation, well, look, my ancestors continue to, as I just alluded to, sweep the black folks up under the rug and try to push them into these communities that nobody else wanted. And now that we have a big mess, the same people who inherited that mess are now trying to pretend like it never happened. Well, we can't do that because now... The blood yeah. is, is still on your hands. It's still fresh. Yeah. I don't know, man. We said a lot. Uh, Last words? Um, like I said, man, just, just for people to just to be more, uh, just, just, just more um, sympathetic. Just more sympathetic towards us, man. That's it. That's all. Just be sympathetic and listen to what we have to say. That's all we require, man. Now, we don't even require much that's just be sympathetic and listen to what we have to say and hear us out because that goes a long way it goes a long way and i guarantee you those same people i mean i guarantee you you are you make a a great husband you know why because you listen yeah Um, ben's a great husband because he listens (laughs) these same people (laughs) these same people are they don't you know they're having problems in their relationships whether it's their male or female because they they won't they won't listen that's it. Just, just sit down and listen. That's all. That's and all we have. Sit down. And, and like I said, man, that's what I want to do is lead by example. Give a, give a lot of you guys that I know and anybody anybody else that I come across to to articulate. Like I said, give them an opportunity to listen. If they don't, well, that that's on them. Um, but we're we're doing the right thing, I believe. And as I stated before, history will look back on this and it will say, okay. What did people do? How did they react? How did they respond to this crisis? Well, we, we know the people who respond with hostility, it, that doesn't usually end well. And I'm pretty scared right now, and I'm sure you are as well. Yeah, so, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's of course, man, because <clears throat> the thing about it, too, when, when people say, when people say, oh, well, you know, well, you know, it's like, it's to, to, to us, it's like, oh, well, you know what? 
black people are looting and causing damages. So now we can't support. Like you, you weren't supporting us anyways. If that's your, if that's how you feel, that you know, you can equate our life to to looting and damages. Like you were never for the cause. So don't pretend that just because people are damaged and shit. Protesters are protesters, looters are looters, damage, you know, whatever. And if people want to riot and tear shit down, they have every right to. I'm sorry. I don't I don't give a damn. I'm not saying I'm out there doing it, but I get it. It's something that we've been upset. You know, it's it's the cup that filleth over. And that cup have been filling over for a while. And it and it and it ran all the way over. And so people felt they needed to burn shit to get to so to, to get their, you know, their voice across and so that they could be heard. As, as, as Gilbert and I were discussing yesterday, it, it's it's kind of like in life. Sometimes when the bully keeps fucking with you and you, you just got to like, you you, follow, you try to follow the rules. Yeah. You're like, you tell the teacher and it's like, okay, they're not doing nothing about it. And then yep. it's like, well, okay, fine. Fuck. I'm just going to punch this motherfucker in the face then. Right in the face. Yep. So I get it. I get the anger. Um, I, I'm a little bit older now, so it, that's a whole other podcast. But it, yeah. it does it does kind of change the way that you think a little bit. But if I yeah if I was younger I probably would be out there um, acting a fool. But uh, let's just leave it right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So say good night to the bad guys.